and welcome to J Train Podcast. J Train Jared Free coming live from the West Village of Manhattan. That's right. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for spreading the good word of the J Train Podcast. That's how it works. That's how it goes. I don't got a billboard. I got your big fat mouth. Tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. And listen, I got Shelby here, the man. Behind the curtain, he's putting all this together. We're on YouTube. We're on all podcast apps. I got videos on Instagram. All I ask of you, touch them, feel them, play with them, share them, comment, like. These are all very uh, free ways for you to pay me. This is, that's how it all kind of works. I love interacting with you on the socials, on the YouTubes, on everything. Get subscribed on YouTube. And, and I just I, there was a YouTube comment today, Shelby. I saw it. They, they, the person wrote, I mean, this isn't our goal. Our goal isn't to have people, you know, we're not trying to move around the deck chairs. I want to find new people. That's why we're going to YouTube and putting out full episodes. But someone wrote in the comments, I've switched from Spotify to YouTube and it's a way different experience. They're loving the experience. So give it a shot. Maybe you're not a YouTube person. That's the thing. Like, you know, I understand the audience. I know who I'm dealing with. It's an Instagram audience. It's a TikTok audience. It's a, it's a, you know, we're, we're, we're leaning heavy female. We got 86%, I think, female. If you're a dude listener, good to see you. But I'm just telling you, this is what's going on. We have a lot of women listening to the show. And, you know, maybe YouTube isn't the place for you. You're not on there, you know, searching out your alt-right conspiracies. I know you're a little bit different. You're looking for <laughs> Bravo news, which I appreciate. That's what I'm looking for. So I get it. So maybe YouTube is a new world for you. Go check it out. Get subscribed to the channel. It's there when you need it, when you love it, when you need it. You know, Sunday night, you're sitting there, you can't get to sleep because all your times are off. You go to bed at 2 a.m. on a Saturday and you're expected to wake up at 8 a.m. on a Monday and you're like, what am I going to do with this extra headspace? Get on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Jared Fried. Okay, let's get to today's episode. Oh, I'm also on the road. On the road again. I'm telling funnies on the road again. I'm coming to your town Go to jaredfree.com, get your tickies, assemble the group chat. La Jolla, La Jolla, La Jolla. Oh, can't wait to go to La Jolla. Uh, Minneapolis, Huntsville, Nashville, Dayton, D.C., Albany, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. Get the group together, assemble the group chat, assemble the group chat. Get them all together. Um, also, the You Up podcast, we're doing live shows. If you see me do stand-up, this is a completely different show. This is not, you know, I'm not, you're not going to get, you know, Jared, you know, it's not me. I'm not the Chuck E. Cheese mascot coming out and doing the same show every 15 minutes. No, this is a completely different show. This is a live in-person experience. We bring people on stage. We give dating app makeovers. We give uh, deal reveals. We're, we're translating text, red flag deal breaker. And these are major cities, Boston, San Francisco, Austin, LA, Chicago, New York City. Jaredfree.com, get all the tickets and, and bring you know the crew. This is what it's all about. Very excited, today's guest. First time, ring that bell, Shelby. First time on the J Train podcast. He, I, 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 Tank Sinatra, thank you for coming yeah. on. Is the camera on me now? Yeah, you're on. All right. Yeah, yeah. thanks for having me, man. It's, it's Tank. It's ta- are you going around? Are you, are you, you got a wife and kids. Are you going up to people and, and hey, what's your name? I'm Tank. Or do you, because do you, you're George, I, I don't know what to go by. It depends on the context. But first okay. of all, is, have the people ever seen Shelby? Shelby's been seen. He's a beautiful man. Beautiful dude. Yeah. Um, Shelby, you know, we, we used to 
have a mic and then you know people ask for Shelby. Too I get, much I, beauty. Yeah, I, you, don't, I, you don't want it to take away from you. I no, understand. listen, I'm the star. Okay, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not trying. It's the J Train podcast. This ain't the J. You know yeah. the J Train and Shelby show. But I will say, I've I encourage Shelby. He wants more behind the scenes. Understood. Shelby wants Understood. to be. You know the. You know, he wants to be the Chuck Lorre. Steve Wozniak. Uh, the Steve Wozniak. Yeah. You know, he wants to the be genius. the mega mogul. He, You know, I understand that. Shelby's all about money. He walks in in his three-piece suit. You know, he's yeah. always saying, come on, let's get the videos. Yeah. You got to get the promos going. His, You're not his, posting enough his links. powdered he's, wig, and he thinks he's, you know, yeah. thinks he's somebody. He, but. you know, he comes in here telling me what to do. You think I wanted to spend the first 15 minutes pushing... The YouTube channel, Shelby comes in here and goes, we're not pushing the YouTube enough. And that's why I got to, you Bro, know, I'm gonna he's, push a, the he's a mogul. I'm going to shove the YouTube. Please. Off the platform. I, <laughs> shove it right off the internet. <laughs> Tank Sinatra, yeah. everyone go follow. You You are a, a mogul yourself in your own right. You, I would say, you know, I just got back from Reno, Nevada. Okay. Beautiful place. I just taped a TED Talk. It's coming out. I taped a TED Talk. Really? Yeah. On um, dating. Interesting. And it's um, in the vein of this podcast. The reason I did it, in my opinion, was basically I was like, you know, this is a comedy lifestyle advice podcast. This has been called the Dear Abby for Dudes. You know, this is this is what we do when, in over 10 years of doing this podcast. It is formed into an advice podcast. Sure. And then I get a lot of time, you know, so over 10 years, I've, I understand kind of what the questions are and how to answer the questions. And it's interesting you know, and we're going to get into dating questions here. If you have your questions, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Keep sending them in, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Shelby's reading all the emails, so make sure it's specific. Make sure it's personal. Make sure, you know, not too lengthy. Concise. So, yeah, concise. So I... Get to the point. I got asked, a listener of, I think the You Up podcast was like, hey, I'm involved with Ted X here in Reno. I thought Ted was a person for a second. I a listen. I am the same. I literally had no Ted X. He'd like to remain anonymous. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> Teddy's calling you up. Listen, Teddy wants to get to know you. Yeah, I, I had no. And some people. And what you find out, and you know this, the internet is its own silos. Oh yeah, everyone's in their own worlds. And there are Ted people. There are people that are like, I've watched every Ted. You know, I've watched, I, I watch it every day. I watch it, you know, I'm a huge I've Ted tried, fan. yeah. I've, I've never gotten into it. I thought it was going to make me a better, smarter, more capable person. I think that's the goal. Three minutes into the second TED Talk, I was like, the first one was pretty good. I feel better <laughs> already. Enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, so my point with this was to, you know, I, I wanted to go viral. I wanted to, you know, reach people. So You want to pull Brene Brown. I, so I didn't know that Brene Brown was the, you know, the most famous TED speaker. I had no idea, and this is where I look stupid, but again, it's not my world. So yeah. I basically prepared a TED that was who, nominally called Who Should Pay for the First Date because people get very passionate about that subject, but it's really to get us to a place of talking about like owning your feelings and dating and you know how a lot of people are looking for rules as opposed to like searching within themselves. And that's kind of a lot of the, the advice that we come to here. Is like, oh, yeah. how do you feel? Like, I can't tell you how to Too feel. many guys watch swingers and took it as gospel. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, spend, go to Vegas. Three days, and, Vegas, bro, Three Vegas, days, don't call her. Okay. Well, that's all the right. thing. Good luck with that. All that type of stuff where it's yeah. like someone screams a rule at you and you can't go against them because they're married. <laughs> you know, it's like they are kind of right because they... But that's not the advice they even took to exactly. get married. They and heard it somewhere. It's and, and that's the thing. It's like you can only feel and that's scary. So I, this is all to say it's going to be out in about a month. Um, I'm very excited. But I was in Nevada and went to this place called Virginia City. And, they, you know, all the stuff in Nevada is all about the silver rush. You know, 
you know, going in the pioneers. You are like the you're like a pioneer of memes. Oh, I like if didn't you know where it, you were going with that. I yeah, you were going to call me the silver of gold. You know, a second class <laughs> meme silver guy. Silver of gold. <laughs> <laughs> you're like if Bitcoin sucked. No, yeah, you're, but you are. You know, because look at you're in charge. You, you, uh, and everyone should go listen to the Meme Daddies podcast. But influencers in the wild. Yep, you're behind that. Yep, that by yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Just <laughs> you're like, go ahead, give me you know, feather my nuts. You yeah. know, influencers <laughs> in the wild. Tank Sinatra. Tanks news. Tanks good news. Tanks good news. But yep. these are huge accounts that I don't think could happen right now. Like if if you started today, you're like, I'm going to start Tank Sinatra. Like, no, there was a time for that. There was the gold rush. And then you took advantage of it. And now you have this big, huge audience and you put out, you know, and you're the person someone goes to for that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I thought I was late at the time when I started. I felt it. the same way with podcasts when I, thought, I started this 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I'm too late. There's already, you know. Fat Jewish, fuck Jerry's already out there. What sure. am I going to do? It's already been taken. Yeah. But I didn't realize how many veins of gold there were to be tapped okay. into. You know See? what I mean? You like this metaphor, I think. Well, I'm a, the, you ever hear the, the three feet from gold story? No. Oh, it's one of my favorites. In a nutshell, a guy's true story, it, during the gold rush, mm. heard about what was happening. He said, I'm going to go make, you know my family legacy money out there. I'm going to run out west. And I'm going to run out gold. west. Yeah. He, he collected investments from his friends, family. He took as much money as he possibly could. He went out there. He was there. I don't know the exact amount of time. It was a long time, though. Let's mm -hmm. say two, three years. Digging, 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 mm -hmm. nothing. Came up with nothing. He quit. Mm -hmm. Someone else comes along, starts where he stopped, and they hit gold within three feet. Right. And it's one of the biggest veins of gold that was ever discovered. I, I mean... So, what is this? Uh, the, what, what's that play? The you know the uh, I'm I'm bombing it right now. The uh, what's the guy? The, the 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 salesman. This is a tragic tale. Oh, death of a salesman. This is death of a salesman. This yeah. is Harry Lomax. Yeah, uh, yeah. Harry Lomax. Or, well, you remember his name? Well, I think Bernie Lomax. Bernie is Lomax. From <laughs> death no, weekend at Bernie's. But. <laughs> weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> Which was sad in this its own right. Listen, I might have done a TED talk, but this ain't a TED talker podcast. This no, is not no, a lot no. of smarts going on. This here. is two two marginally intelligent people. That's trying right. To, yeah, Re repeating other people's stories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's a very famous story. There was a book written uh, called Three Feet from Gold, just about not giving up and. This was, you know, Tank Sinatra was like my sixth attempt at trying to make something happen. Really? Yeah, I had a blog in 2003 mm -hmm. called Insight is Never 2020. Okay. Because hindsight is always 2020. Got it. I was super clever. I got, well, I got sober October 3rd, 2002. And all of a sudden I had all this extra time, energy, mental energy, creativity. It's amazing what uh, amount of time alcohol can pull oh, from you. Oh, God. Like, was it alcohol, drugs? What, what, everything. Everything. Yeah, just, just the only things I never did were heroin and crack, but I would have tried them had they ever crossed my path. I got you. Believe yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so then I had jayzfordummies.com where I decoded Jay-Z lyrics because okay. Jay-Z is, you know, more important in my life than my father. Hope he doesn't okay. hear this. <laughs> then I had happyisthenewrich.com, which was a video blog. Um, then I had ifoundmoneytoday.com, which won a Webby Award, but I let that die. That was where I would leave $5 bills around the city and like little stories and take a picture of it. Okay. Um, and then I gave up on everything and I was like, dude, I sell fence. I'm married. It is what it is. Yeah. It's fine. I'm actually 
pretty okay with my situation. I sell fence. I wake up so when fence, I want. Like fencing? Fence, like around people's properties. Yeah, yeah, Pool yeah. fence, vinyl, wood, whatever. It was for a okay. uh, Victorian fence out in Long Island. The guy's still in business. Great friend of mine. He okay. rescued me from the restaurant business. Okay. So I was working in the restaurant business, and um, I mean, I knew nothing about fence. Zero. Mm. I'm the least handy person you will ever meet. But you're selling it. Selling it, yeah. So, well, that's the skill. No. Well, I realized I just I didn't need to know everything about fence. I just needed to know more than the customer knew. Of course, you know. Yeah. So, if they asked me a question, like when I worked in the restaurants, if someone asked a question about the menu and I didn't know it, which was very unlikely, yeah, I would just say, you know what, I'm not sure. Let me go check. Let me go check with the chef. So that was my my answer. Like, I'm yeah. not sure about that. Let me go check. Yeah. And then sometimes I'd get a look like, you don't know if this fence can go up this curb. Well, you should. That is an well. It's let me go to a, an expert. Expert. Yeah, I'm yeah. the expert. Let me go to the the next expert. You're almost. You know. You're upselling. This is real high level this stuff. This is high level. I don't stuff. know if it can go down a yeah. hill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't come prepared this is with my hill second fencing. Day. <laughs> yeah. The, the, oh, you want your fence at a, a at a grade? Oh, okay. <laughs> you use the word grade. They just assume you know what you're talking. Exactly. About. Yeah. They're like, this guy knows his stuff. He he used the word grade. Um. But then Tank Sinatra started, and I just, I mean, I, I've always loved comedy, always. Yeah. Um, I was into memes very early, like 2009, mm -hmm. 2010. I was making memes on Reddit, okay. on a, a website called Quick Meme, where you could just put the image on the top and the bottom in the impact font. Yeah. And there was like 10 choices of images, maybe 15. Okay. I had a couple hit the front page, but there's nowhere to go with that. Mm. Like, there's no following to build. There's no way to monetize it. Yeah. And then on a whim one day, I emailed the fat Jewish mm -hmm. who, you know, at that time he was about as big as it got. He of had course. a plus size modeling contract. He was, yep. uh, he had a show in development with Comedy Central. Mm -hmm. And I said, hey, you know, these memes that you're posting, I see a lot of them on Reddit days before you post them. Do you want me to just send them to you? And he emailed right back and he goes, yeah, that would be great. And I was mm. like, whoa. Cold email. Okay. And Tank Sinatra actually came from the subject of that email because I wanted something that would catch his eye. Interesting. I didn't want to put like, hey, I want to help. It was just like Tank Sinatra, so he'd open it. So you started working with him? Um, that's one way to put it. I started just blasting him memes all day, every day. And you're sending them to him being like... Hey, reference me that I sent no, them no, to you? No, no, to be honest with you, I, I, I got his, um, his phone number. I opened up a iPhone photo album streaming share thing, mm -hmm. whatever, mm -hmm. so I could just save and upload to that. Um, and that was it. And I think he was just so appreciative. Every once in a while, he would tag me in posts that I sent to him yeah. or that I made, and my page grew to like 300,000 within the first maybe year or so but it's got to be interesting because it's like you know you're you're looking for how you're like i got this creative itch yeah always and then it's like how what's the best way for me to scratch it yep you know and it's like you know you do the leave the money out thing you're like oh that's working but it's just not right and you're doing the the blog ah, i'm doing something but it's not right for me and then you go to this one area and you well, go the blog had like three readers so that was, well yeah, but it, it was, it's just not <laughs> popping off no but exactly, this is kind yeah, of yeah. this is what you do when you're searching for your way i remember when tiktok came out i was like i don't know how i use it but i'm gonna find a way that i'm gonna use it that people will like sure you know like i could see people dancing but i'm like that's why whenever there's a new thing that comes out i'm always like 
to say it sucks is stupid. Sure, you don't of course. Know, it's, 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 it's like, like saying, saying a, a baby sucks. A, a baby sucks. A hammer sucks. <laughs> you know, like, like, this baby sucks. Yeah, this dude. baby sucks. No, no, no. Mm. Well, the baby's going to be whatever you make it. Can't even speak it. Can't even it's yeah. an idiot. Well, you got to teach it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, it is interesting to see that it's like, oh, I, I'm not using this in the way, but oh, wow, this... This this hammer really fits me, and it's kind of that's it feels like what's going on with the, you know the meme stuff. And and as far as timing is concerned, yeah, I understand feeling late because I remember I'm listening to podcasts. I like I'm a fan of these podcasts. I'm like I should start a podcast, and then I'm like, man, it's already been done. I'm I'm you know I'm the guy saying I'm going to start my food blog. Yeah, you know, in in 2007, like Tumblr. Yeah, yeah, my Tumblr, and it's like and then people say to me now they go, oh my god, you you were early, huh? And I'm like. I guess. I guess so. Yeah. I had no idea. But so now we have influencers in the wild, which is like that was sitting there. Yeah. That was an idea like I mean, people were taking pictures of people taking pictures and everywhere. Everywhere. It's just you know what? So Tank Sinatra I felt for a little bit um like didn't belong to me. I felt like the success belonged to the fat Jewish, even though he stopped tagging me pretty early on, maybe like mm-hmm. after the first year, and then I had to build it from there. Plus, I was one of the first people and only people at that time who was making their own memes. Everyone was like, where are these memes coming from? Mm. They just originated out of thin air, which is why when the whole like stealing memes thing came up, it was like, dude, nobody knows where they like. You're going to try and reverse image search a meme and you get 1500 results. You want something to filter through. You know, the one thing that I experienced on my personal like level was that I would put on tweets on Instagram. Like I saw that that was a way to just put shit out there. I remember stand-ups would all be like, oh, you're putting your tweets on Instagram. Like you hear people like making fun of that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm just looking for more people. Yeah. At some point, those people can be podcast fans or stand-up exactly. fans. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just being funny and it's all my material. So why would I care how, I was just packaging. Yeah. So when I was putting the tweets on Instagram, they'd get picked up by bigger accounts and I was always thankful. And then I'd get people reporting to me, this account picked you up. And then I would go look at it, mm-hmm. and I would. What would frustrate me? They knew exactly how to do everything on the internet yeah. except put my handle correctly. Yeah, and it's like I'm not that stupid. Yeah, okay. And it's like I knew what they were doing. This kind of goes to the back to the metaphor of the gold rush and the and the kind of the wild west nature of it. And it's like I listen. The idea that my line could end up seven times down the road of whatever my line is going to be. But when I see that they extended it to take my handle out and then oh, yeah. screw up my handle and I'm like and then I'll message them hey can you please tag me oh I didn't even realize it's like stop playing stupid you didn't, like, you, didn't you didn't realize yeah. that, that, that the thing didn't get tagged <laughs> that add Jared fried and then it didn't exist yeah. like you know how to do everything you know how to get a million followers yeah don't know how to put a handle and it's you, like and I was like what frustrated me and it was very millennial to me. Like I was like, millennials couldn't just be a part of something funny. They had to be funny. And it's like, it felt like, you know, no one, like I wouldn't mind if the Fat Jewish wanted to be NBC. If yeah. the if Fat Jewish was like, I'm NBC. We yep. put out, you know, Seinfeld, Frasier, Friends. Nobody says NBC's funny. Oh, I watch funny shows on NBC. Yeah. A lot of these accounts could have done that. Yeah, but they got it, it is a greed thing to me. It was yeah. like, it was almost like no perception I, is perception. Yeah, no, I have to be the star, just like with me and Shelby when I'm like I'm on camera. You know, yeah, like yeah. I, I, you know, it is. But I felt that, and I was, and so I was like, it was an interesting dynamic because I would message these places and I'd be like, just take it down. I don't even want it. Yeah, 
I, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's happened to me too. I, I'm I sure. would. There was this. Oh, what was the page called? I think it was like Hood Clips or something like that. Mm-hmm. They would actually at Nine Gag. I mean, Nine Gag is just insane with mm-hmm. the effort they go through to get rid of your name on the meme. That's what's so frustrating. Yeah, you knew how to blur out my name, but you couldn't figure out how to tag me in the post. Like, and it you, means nothing to them. It's not like they're it losing takes nothing, money. No, it takes nothing away from them. That's what I always said. That's why if I ever do repost somebody's yeah. meme, I always 100%. First of all, that's how I got my start. Mm-hmm. So you I understand, under, I understand the value of it. Yeah. I also understand, forget about the value. Forget about building um, a platform. Forget about all of that. I understand the excitement and the adrenaline rush that comes along with that. You're totally right. And it's something that we admit to here, especially when people write in about dating and relationships and social media. It's so easy for someone to go, oh, it's stupid. It's just social media. No. No, you're a star for a day. You're going viral. Like you have your name in the marquee. Yeah, it feels good. It's great. I mean, are you doing so influencers in the wild? Uh, you have a board game. Explain yes. the board game. We want people to go buy it. Yeah. yeah we want people to get involved. Yeah, so so Tank Sinatra was built off the Fat Jewish. Then Tank's Good News was built off of Tank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. I felt so. I still felt like there was like a, a little bit of a House of Cards element to my success. Mm-hmm. Then Influencers in the Wild, I started, and then all of a sudden there was like some glue on the edges of the cards, and I was like, maybe I do know what I'm doing here. I mean, Influencers in the Wild is a great idea. It's so it's, much fun, and, and people love because it is like a. It doesn't matter who's doing it. Everyone's done that, taken a picture or something, and then been like, is anyone looking at me? Of course. Yeah. That's the joke. Like, like, so some people have said to me, how could you run Tanks Good News and Influencers in the Wild? One is so nice and good. The other one is so malicious and misogynistic. I don't think it's malicious at all. I mean, I'm, I don't, I'm not like but watching it every day, but I understand like someone, if I'm out there taking a video <laughs> of a leaf... Yeah, that I think is this art project, and someone took a video of me. I would get that, like, yeah, I'm being vain. Also, what are they looking for? Again, what we just said is a very narcissistic thing. Name on the marquee. You get your day. So when you're taking a video of a leaf or your food, and yeah. your goal isn't pure and good, you're not looking to give these people this beautiful food picture. You're you looking want to get your likes. You want to get your fucking dopamine. You're going for your drugs. So which you know, is fine. Which is fine. But Ex- you know, exactly. it, it, it's okay to make fun of that. Is what you're saying. It's okay to um, satirize it. Yes, that's what I'm doing because, believe it or not. I feel just as stupid as anyone else, like you just said, when I'm doing taking a video yes. or someone's shooting a video of me on 38th Street and 8th Avenue, which is like one of the Genesis's genocide. What is the word? Which is one of the I called Bernie Lomax points you know, so of, I don't know, I of inspiration for yeah. the for the account. Okay, I was doing a video and I was like, man, this must look insane yeah. from outside. <laughs> um, I wish there was somebody recording it so I could see yeah. what it looked like. And then I was in California and I saw a couple of girls taking a picture and I was like, God, this would be a great account. I wish somebody would start it. And then I was like, dummy, you know how to Do start it. Email, yeah. name, password, you got Done. an account. Done. <laughs> so um, so it grew so fast. It grew to a million in, in three weeks. Then it grew mm-hmm. to two million in two months. And I was like, holy crap, this is insane. So always... Listen, I love Mark Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. I do. I love Adam Masseri. I love Instagram. I love Facebook. I'm so glad I didn't hang my hat on Vine or Tumblr. I feel like um, I trust the overlord Zuck <laughs> 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 yeah. to provide for me a platform 
to have a voice and to be able to make people laugh and happy yeah. and, and whatever and to make my living. Sure. However, one change of the algorithm and it's all over. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe it's a better change. Maybe it's yeah, not. I don't, but, you, you know, you have to trust that and I, I see Instagram's algorithms changing all the time. All the time. Nobody knows what it does. Nobody knows what it does. I mean, we're praying to Father Algorithm. You talk about like I talk about that's our God. Yeah. Like, and, you know, you see TikTok and the way that algorithm works and it's just different. Yeah. It's just different. And the reasons people go on TikTok and stay on TikTok are different than the reasons people go on Instagram and oh, stay for on sure. Instagram. And you have to start figuring out what are those audiences. I mean, again, gold rush mentality. You have to figure out where do I position myself? Am I three feet away? Yeah. Am I on top of it? You know? And so you're sitting there with influence in the wild. You're, you're right on top of the gold. Like, you're, you're, you know that. If in oh, three yeah. weeks you have a million followers. I couldn't believe it. And what's the board game? So... So that's the the point of that was that that's why I'm constantly thinking how do I expand outside of, of this platform. So the board game, dude. I mean, it's so much fun. It legitimately is. So it the it's is it in, a drinking game? Is it no what? no no? It's influencers in the wild. The game, go places, gain followers, get famous. No talent required. Okay, love the, love the tag. It's essentially it's a board. So it's like you know these party games like what do you meme or cards against mm -hmm. humanity. They're fun, but there's no end in sight. You mm -hmm. just play till you get bored, which I think is a bad model because it's like you never leave them wanting more. Yeah. You know what I mean? So this is a board on which you travel around. You pick your influencer playing piece. You can be the girl in the yoga pose. You could be the Coachella girl. You could be the dog with the sunglasses on who's probably okay. making more money than you. <laughs> the fitness guy. There's six pieces. Sure. Um, you roll the die and you travel around the board. On the board is Bali, uh, Coachella, which we called music festival because, you know, yeah, you're not going to trademark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even at Coachella, there's a, a little like, you know, the board is beautiful. Adam, mm -hmm. the creator, the guy who I do meme daddies with, mm -hmm. like designed it. I drew it out. He added everything. There's a, a, a private jet set where you can take fake pictures okay. on the, uh, next to Coachella. <laughs> then you get to the vessel in New York City, which we called NYC Landmark because yeah. they're insane with trademarks. Okay. Doesn't even barely, it kind of looks like it, but, you know, whatever people who know what it is will know. Of course. Burning Man, Desert Rave, um, Tulum, Griffith Park. If you go to, if you land on Fire Festival, you have to go back to the middle of the board, and you lose a hundred thousand followers. Okay. So, you, the goal is to get to the pink wall in Los Angeles. Hilarious, the mecca. Yeah, right? yeah. Each time you land on one of those travel spots, you gain a hundred thousand followers automatically. Okay. So essentially, the goal so it's is like Monopoly for influencing. It's like uh, the, if Monopoly, the game of life for influencing but you rack up it. followers instead of money love it love it love it so I if mean, you so if you land on like a no wi-fi spot you lose a turn okay low battery you lose a turn <laughs> <That's great. laughs> but the the all the fun is in the blue spots on the game mm. so if you land on a blue spot you pick out a card a playing card there's 150 mm. and they're random they're rewards penalties challenges or questions okay so the challenges are you know, do your best hustle and grind, never stop, no days off video for 30 seconds and then post it on, on Instagram with the hashtag influencer game. Because we Love want people it. to feel how so stupid you, it is. You basically put yourself out there is a, is a little bit Be an influencer. Be an influencer. But the rewards in the game are huge. You can gain 200,000 followers just for doing that. And you can beat your friends. Uh, yeah. Also, the promotion is built into the game. The promotion of the game is built into it because they're posting you. about it. Yeah. The questions are like, you know... you got to get your followers, too. Of like, course. I, yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Has the person to your left ever had oat milk? If you guess that properly, you get 50,000 followers. This who, is great, yeah. Who at the table is most likely to go into debt to uh, go to Coachella 
this year. Perfect. The rewards are The Rock reposted your meme, your videos going viral on TikTok, John Mayer commented on your post. You so, get, I mean, the relatability is at a it's total all, high. It's, bro, I mean, legitimately, it's the most timely board game, I think. I mean, I don't know. So, listen, we want people to go get it because it sounds like a great Saturday night. Everyone's all, you know, I'm looking to meet new people. Everyone wants to be around people. Like, and also, like, as far as like, what are people into? Like, what do they know? You know, John Mayer gets mentioned, and someone at the table's like, "I don't know who you're talking about." You're like, "Okay, I know what this person is." You well, know, it's, it's good. For, so the the target demographic is probably like eighteen to forty five, mm -hmm. but it I think it'll be funny if someone in that age group plays with someone who's not because it's two to six players. Because let's say someone who's older, my dad pulls a card. You know, your dad found your OnlyFans lose twenty five thousand followers. Okay. What's an OnlyFans? <laughs> And you got to explain that at the dinner table. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so there's like a little Cards Against Humanity edginess to it, but Love not it. full blown. Um, and there's a little competitiveness to it. Of course. You want to get all the followers. You want to win. First person to get to the pink wall gets 300,000 extra followers. Everyone you know? go follow Tank. Tank it's gonna be wait, it's gonna be in Target June twenty sixth. Target June twenty sixth. Target June twenty sixth. Can they get it on your website or influencersinthewildgame.com Influencersinthewildgame.com. Go follow Tank Sinatra if you don't already. Meme Daddies podcast. What day does it come out? Are you talking memes? What Meme Daddies. Yeah, yeah. Basically, me and Adam, the creator, we're you know we make memes for a living. We make memes for an avocation. We're daddies because yeah. we're sexy and old, and we have kids. <laughs> That's right. And we just look at a bunch of memes and talk about them, and it spurs conversation most of the time. Sure. Um, but it's just for anybody who loves memes or don't, or really doesn't understand yeah. them. We don't sit and dissect like but nerds. They're, no, but they're, they're, they're vehicles into the subject of the day. Exactly. Yeah. If I see a meme that, that reminds me of something I want to talk about, mm. I'll pull that up. But they're funny also. Of course. And he's never seen them before. So every time he sees it, he's seeing it for the first time. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Let's get to the emails. You ready? I was born ready. Okay. Cousin's wedding or musical show? Hi, I have a lifestyle complaint. End of 2021, I decided to do something new that I've always wanted to do, to have something other going on in my life than studying and, of course, my social life. And that was learning how to play the drums. I've done ballet at the same place when I was a kid, and at the end of every school year, they have a show where all the students have choreographies or musical recitals. So they told me a few months ago I would have to participate in the end-of-the-year show playing the drums. However, last week my cousin told me that his wedding would be on June 4th, same day as my event. At first I was super excited because of course I want to attend my cousin's wedding. Then I realized it was the same day and I'm so torn on what to do. The wedding is in a city an hour away. So from where, uh, or, uh, the wedding is in a city an hour or so away from where I live and starts in the morning. It's a traditional wedding, very commonly done in African cultures where basically the two families meet. And the show is in the afternoon. On the one hand, I love celebrating with family, especially my cousin's wedding, but on the other hand, learning to play an instrument that I've always loved and invested time in learning a new skill is very important to me. There isn't going to be anything exceptional in that wedding, nothing I never saw, but I am going—I am not going to continue playing the drums next year and will not have the opportunity to experience something like this again. When I'm 60, my memory of that date will be attending the show, not the wedding, not attending the wedding. Well, I don't know if they know that. For they, sure. They make it to 60. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with an attitude like that. <laughs> when I expressed concern, my sister clearly let me know that I should choose the, to attend the wedding. So I feel like I would be judged by family members for choosing the latter, which is quite intimidating. What should I do? Thank you. So they've, they've been learning the drums. They've learned the drums. They have their big show coming up. It's the show or the wedding. What do you do? 
there's I, I have more questions. I wish okay. this person was here. You know what I mean? I feel we only like have the email. Yeah, I wish this email was live. Uh, I mean, I understand what they're saying. Of course, like they, but you go they to the wedding. Time, you gotta you go, go to the wedding. wedding. What are you talking? This about, is the thing. Bro? I mean, you, this is why you asked about age. Age does matter. Yeah, when you're older, you go this drum recital. You're not even good yet. You've done a year. You're not. You're, and why are you going to stop after this year? What's yeah, the, what, what I, you, I don't understand why they have such a. Oh, I'm never playing drums again after this show. I got it done. I, I've accomplished my dream. Here's what they do. And here's the thing. How close Who, are you with the cousin? Also, who's gonna, it seems pretty close. The, the idea that they're bringing up African culture, a traditional wedding. I understand. Yeah. The sister judging them, like they've already told us that they're going to be judged. When the sister says, "What are you doing? You're going to you're going to go to your drum recital instead of the wedding." Here's what they do. Here's what this person does, and I know it's a traditional African style wedding. I don't know what that entails, but there's a reception. There's a party. Here's what they need to do. You got to play one drum solo at the at the party. That's it's it. A great idea. You ask it's a the fantastic couple. Idea. Right now, you get your moment because who the hell is going to be at your show? It's going to be you and other people's parents. Yeah. What do you think, Pete? What do you think you're going to get found at the class show at the end of your drum lessons? No. You're going to have no one there because your whole family is going to be the wedding. They're all going to be mad at you. You're going to be annoyed. It's not going to be exactly what you thought it would be because none of your family and friends are coming. Now, you get your big moment in front of parents, sister, cousin, and you say to your cousin, hey, I know this sounds weird, but this is actually my gift to you. Now, well, you got to get money on. too. You can't. Yeah, you got to do money too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't get in place of the registry. Here's but. my gift. <laughs> my gift is my music, and he sucks. <laughs> well, this also adds an element. Like you want to talk about, never forget. I played for my friends and family, or my immediate family, a drum solo. At the wedding, you play with the band or you play with the DJ. You find a way. Yeah, and this isn't taking over the wedding. I I believe this is you. This going, isn't proposing at a wedding. No, this is, isn't wearing a white dress. No, this is going to the wedding, being and then then when everyone's already drunk, everyone's got a few drinks in them. It's in the middle of the party. It's not the end. It's not the beginning. It's in the middle while everyone's standing and dancing. Shout just play, and they go, "Hey, we got a big announcement. Cousin Jeremy is gonna hit the drums, and everyone's gonna go." Ah! You play a traditional African drum That's right. solo, <laughs> and everyone goes berserk, and they do the scene from Can't Buy Me Love. And you get your moment. Yeah. Don't you think this is the way to go? Listen, when, everyone uh, gets a little, everyone gets what they want out of this. I have a rule um, that I try to follow. I don't always follow mm -hmm. it, but it's like a, a guideline for me. Listen, this is what this podcast is about. Rules that we wished we, well, what we wished we were. And then what you actually do. So I, I appreciate Well, that. as I've gotten older, I'm 41. That's why this person strikes me as young, because mm -hmm. they're even considering doing the selfish thing. Yes. If there's a selfish thing and a selfless thing, and one of them is harder, mm. you got to do the selfless thing, because you will regret doing the selfish thing. Totally when you're 60, agree. you're going to go, ah, fucking drum solo? Yeah. You're gonna I miss my cousin's <laughs> wedding for a drum recital? You're going to have a grandkid come to you and say, hey, Grandpa, I'm missing your 60th birthday party <laughs> because I got to play some drums. And you're going to go, well, I can't really say anything. Also, I did the same thing. No, you want to be able to say to them. Why, didn't you, why did you just find out about this? Like, wh when did they plan this wedding? How long have you known about this thing? 
This is when it came in. This J-Train. is someone who's very disorganized, and they deserve to pay for their disorganization. Well, the, they have is, to go to the it wedding. It sounds a lot like me. Like I would be like hungover. I'd be like, oh my god, they got a wedding this weekend. It's like, hey, you've known about the wedding for like six years. What are yeah. you talking about? Yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Tank Sinatra. Go 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 uh, go buy the game. Influencers in the wild, the board game. Got to get it. Influencers in the wild, the game Influencers in the wild game.com. And we'll have it in the in all in the uh, description of the episode. We're sponsored people. BetterHelp. J Train Podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Many people are burned out without even knowing it. Symptoms can include, among other things, lack of motivation, feeling helpless or trapped, detachment, and fatigue. Here's what I'll say about BetterHelp. I don't know if this is the end of your um the end of your therapy journey, but it could be the beginning. This is a great way to get involved with something that feels like a mountain to climb. I know whenever I'm looking for a professional, a doctor, someone to help me, I think I'm going to do it. Then I Google once and then I go, who are you even going to? And I give up. BetterHelp is a great way to enter into therapy. And I, I would encourage anyone who's looking for something like this, what, a, what, a, what an opportunity. We associate burnout with work, but that's not the only cause. Most things in life can lead us to feeling burned out. And BetterHelp.com Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing stress in your life. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. Give it a try and see if online therapy can help you lower your stress. JTrain listeners get 10, 10, 10, 10. 10, 10% off the first month at betterhelp.com slash JTrain. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash JTrain. Here with Tank Sinatra. Friend breakup leftover travel credits. JTrain, love the pod, feather, feather, on in my email. I broke up with my best friend last year. Have you ever broken up with a friend? Yeah, th- that right away the title is throwing me. I need to... No, I have not. That's. A, I think this is, and I don't mean to gender anything, but or make assumptions or cast, you know, any. What do they say? Aspersions, dispersions. I sometimes I'll start using a phrase that I don't know how to use. Aspergers. That's what that is. Yeah. Okay. No so, aspersions. Oh, aspersions. Okay. <laughs> so, this feels female to me. I don't need a beginning and an end to my my friendships. I I have friendships that are just floating out there. I could not talk to someone for years. Yeah. And they could just float back in my life. I'd be like, whoa. Yeah, good to see you. Good to see you. What's been going on? No hard feelings. No hard feelings. But I think with female friendships, and the reason this happens a lot, in my opinion, is they give each other a lot. I don't give a lot of emotional, you know, effort to my friendships. Like, I'm not sitting with them being like, tell me about Rachel. You know, like, I think they do that more than I would ever do that. So I feel like there may be... They feel, you know, like they've had life sucked from them. And then if they don't get it back, they get angry. Yeah. I, I mean, I remember being 14 or 15 and feeling like I was drifting away from a friend mm-hmm. and feeling, and I remember I had the thought, I was like, do I have to break up with this person? Do I have to tell them that I don't want to be friends with them anymore? I don't yeah. want to do that. I want to maybe be friends later, but, sure. and I just didn't because I'm not, a, you know, whatever. Uh, but, um, that I don't want to. I don't think that's female or male. Okay. I think this person may. Are they going to watch this? Probably. Yeah. I would assume. Yeah, they may have some codependence slash abandonment issues that they would want to look at. Which I only am speaking from experience. Well, here's. Go to, on. I'm to sorry. Place, to, to place that much emphasis on a person outside of you that you feel like you need to 
cut ties unless it was listen if you have a friend who's a real piece of garbage and you have a knockdown drag out fight and yeah, you're like this is story. this is over i can't see you anymore but we had a trip planned together and now you have credits because you put the trip on your credit card well the, I, you knew the answer you knew what this question was going to be uh that they wrote explanation uh, i broke with my best friend last year it's a bit of a long explanation as to why we broke up so i think i'll spare you right now as my question <laughs> is <you>. elsewhere <laughs> but i'll attach the screenshot of my breakup text do we have the breakup no we don't even have it okay quick note she never answered the breakup text and just blocked me from her story and unfriended me on facebook she still follows me on instagram but i unfollowed her this happened seven months ago whatever it is i would just say the reason i gendered it is because when women write into this show about people they're dating yeah they need a lot of times it's like is he into me or is he not into me yeah and it's like men love vague relationships like that's kind of what we're used to like my relationships with my friends oh yeah they're you know they live in philadelphia now and we see each other now and again i guess we're buddies you know like i can handle that oh yeah friendship yeah not relationships i was i was not a vague relationship no. person no never i mean if i i have never once in my life had the relationship talk with someone i was dating they just knew if we're hanging out for a month we're hanging we're seeing each other seeing each other two or three times a week for a month and you're i mean not, that's got to be assumed i mean you're not and you need me to tell you that I'm serious, I assume that means that you're not serious mm. and probably this is not going to work out because you don't know how life works. Sure. But if you're not spending two to three times a week with someone, if you're going, you know, went on a date one week and then you're texting with them and then the next week you're like, yeah, let's get together for drinks next week. That could feel vague. But then why would you even have a talk with that person? It's probably never. Well, you're wondering if they're putting in the thought into them as you are. You know what I mean? You like, can tell. People are just dishonest. And I, I don't mean like in a, a thieving, liary mm -hmm. type of way. I mean like, like you said before, they want something to be what it's not. Like I remember mm -hmm. dating this girl for a year mm -hmm. that told me she did not want anything serious. Okay. She just broke up with a boyfriend. She's not ready for anything serious. I dated her mm -hmm. for a year. I was driving myself crazy over this chick. And then my therapist said, after we broke up for real, for real, mm -hmm. He goes, well, maybe, you know, maybe she's just not ready for anything serious. And I go, yeah, she has been saying that. And I said, and he goes, since when? <laughs> day and I go, one. Since day one, his fucking jaw dropped. He's like, are you serious? She was honest. Dude, when people tell you what they want. That's what they want. You got to listen to them. Yeah, don't just listen. like, you know, you don't uh, know what you want. I'll you, figure it you'll out. You'll see. Yeah, you'll see. I'm such a good guy. I'm going to drive you crazy for the next year. You'll fall for me. Okay, so they've been friends since high school, now 22. And for a while, we did everything together. People would compare us to sisters, and it really felt like it was a very, I was, really felt like I, as I was very integrated in her family. I understood this is just what happens uh, with high school friends sometimes, but it still stings. We traveled together in 2020, had plans to travel more, including book flights. Due to the pandemic, it was all canceled and we had to go home. The problem is she had booked the flights and I had given her money for my half. She didn't get a refund, just specific flight credits to a small airline company. Mm -hmm. I don't know if she has planned to travel, but I know I want to go to where that airline flies. Do I message her for my flight credits, about $1,000, or consider it hers in the breakup, sincerely attempting to travel? So they've broken up. So her and her friend have broken up and now they bought flights together and they have flight credits that she wants to use of course yeah but how does she ask for them um i think the best path here mm -hmm. is to reach out to the person mm -hmm. first of all put your pride away put your ego away yes this may be if you want 
a step in the right direction with this person where you maybe rekindle the friendship. It's, it could be the, the, the restart that you Say, need. Say, hey, listen, I, I'm planning on going on a trip. I know that we haven't spoken in a long time. I don't mean to make this weird, but would you be okay emailing me something saying that I have these flight credits? And that's, oh, where are you going? Oh, uh, I don't know. Where do you want to go? You yeah. know, then your best friends again. That's the thing. I think we start at math. Yeah. Not emotion. Start at math. That makes things a little bit easier. I totally agree with what you're saying. It's like, you know, don't come at her and be like, I know you don't want to talk to me. No, you are here yeah. to pick up the math. Yeah. Pick up the dollar bills. It's not about you two. It's about, I have $1,000 with you. I need that 1000 back in one way or the other. Maybe, you know, hey, I know, and just the way you said it, hey, I'm looking to travel. I'm looking to use the credits that we had together. I'm not looking to get into anything else. Yeah. I just want to figure out how I get the $1,000 or the credits. The fact that the friend hasn't offered it back is a little weird to Shitty, me but as you, well. It's weird. I mean, but this is the thing. We don't know. We're getting one side of the story. Sure. I'm sure there's another side of this story. I'm yeah. sure the credits. But if you believe you have $1,000 in credits with this person, that's all you want. That's it. You're, you're here. And it's a thousand bucks. It's not a, an no. $89 flight to no. Florida off season. You know so what I mean? That's the thing. If they're being honest with us, yes. a rational human being, a sane human being would go, I do have a thousand of your dollars. Yeah. In one way or another, whether they're in credits or in dollars. So you need to stick to the math. Yeah. Get away from the emotional part. And Tank, you're right. This might start the bridge, but it doesn't start with. Hey, you fucking asshole! Give me my thousand. No, oh, no, it starts no, no. with, I'm here with a empty bag. Fill it with the money that is mine. Yeah, back up the brinks. J Train Podcast. The, the approach has to be humble but stern. Yes, J Train Podcast at gmail.com because it's just money. Yeah, nothing personal. Yeah, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored people. Best Fiends. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Best Fiends. Why be content with having enough when you can have more best fiends always satisfies your need for more more puzzles more me time more fun wow you ever play best fiends no great game i i'm on level 256 i talk about how a podcast puts your brain on the shelf just like doing a board game playing your board game puts your brain on the shelf takes your mind off of the horrors of the world you need 10 minutes a day to just sit be on your phone and play with some cartoon little you know little cartoon animals i'm gonna play that game that's what best fiends is all about once you download best fiends you can play anywhere even without an internet connection great for a flight um collect tons of fiends that get powered up as you play more levels every win brings new challenges thousands of puzzles to play new in-game events are added all the time with thousands of levels there's always more to play so go ahead and let enough is never enough be your mantra download best fiends today for free on the app store or google play plus earn even more with five dollars worth of in-game rewards when you reach level five that's friends without the r best fiends here with tank sinatra go follow right now the board game influencers in the wild the board game influencers in the wild game.com to go pick it up it's going to be a target go 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 but i thought they wanted a date 
Jared, wishing you feathers galore all summer long in the West Village. I'm the rare male listener writing in with an issue that perplexes me, to say the least. I'm 26 and just moved to Chicago. Recently out of a relationship in a new city, I've been leaning on the dating apps to help grow my social life after taking a long hiatus from them. The problem is I'm having a lot of trouble actually getting to the date. As an avid listener of this podcast, I've heard all about how much women hate being a pen pal, and I have no interest in that either. It's IRL summer, baby. I'm trying to grab drinks. What often happens <laughs> is I'll start the conversation with a flirty opener, name, a time, and a place, a couple messages in, and ask for their number. Typically, these women seem really excited about offering up a plan, but seem to always have some conflict that pushes the plan date back. This leads back. Uh, this leads to back and forth rescheduling, and the conversation tends to fizzle from there. This has resulted in me collecting about a dozen pen pals all across the city who seem to be too busy to carve out time to grab a drink. It's frustrating me because I'm too... Uh, it's frustrating me because I'm busy too, but I do truly want to meet people IRL. With so many women saying they want to meet a man with a plan to take things from app land to real world, I'm wondering why my direct approach is not working out well for me. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Keep up the great work both here and in everyone's favorite lounge. So to kind of rehash their email, yep. they this is a guy in Chicago looking to make dates. He's on the apps. He's being direct. He's making a plan. But all these women are kind of canceling on him. What do you think is his problem? Um, I don't think it's his problem, mm. actually. <clears throat> I, think, um, I think he's just got to keep plugging along. Listen, the other thing that um, my therapist said to me that changed the way I saw everything regarding dating mm -hmm. is... I had very specific criteria as I got older mm. for what I was looking for mm -hmm. in a person that I wanted to date, then marry, mm -hmm. right? So he, ma he had me make a list. Okay. And he goes, um, I read it off to him. It was like 80 things, 82 items. 82 items. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was insane. But it was like the perfect woman. It was like yeah, weird science this is, time. This, but you took it seriously. Oh, yeah. Personality, yeah. upbringing, looks, education, interests, all that. You know, I laugh at 82, but I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, I bet you everyone's around that number. You gotta. Yeah. If you're serious. If, you're, if you were to put pen to paper. Yes. And wrote your perfect mate, you would have way more items that you could think of than you would even imagine. So I read it off to him. I go, listen, man, this is crazy. I feel like nobody's going to fit this criteria. And then I corrected myself. I said, all right, maybe not no one, but it's going to be very hard mm -hmm. to fill this, you know. 82 fill item this, list. this hole in my life. And yeah. he goes, that's the point. It's supposed to be hard to fill this role in your life. It's not supposed to be everybody fits. You're no. not hiring um, a low-skilled laborer. You're looking for a highly specialized, perfect match for you. Yeah. And- Listen, 10, 12, 15, dates gone wrong. These, these women that he's talking about seem not too busy. They seem unmotivated because when I'm motivated, it doesn't matter how busy I am, I make stuff happen. It's true. So maybe they've got too many messages. Maybe they've got too much going on. Um, dating apps can be great, I'm sure. I got married before dating apps. Mm -hmm. But I think, um, I think they're probably a good, what's the word, um, when you add on something? Supplement. It's a great piece of the meeting someone pie. Sure. Let me take something you just said, and I think you're exactly right, but I think this guy needs to see in his question what's going wrong for him. Yeah. Because I think you're right. I love what you said. 82, 82 specifications for my partner. That's hard to find. That means I'm not getting off the couch for just anybody. Yeah. He wrote in his email. Sometimes the answer's in the email. 
He wrote, what often, what, what, what often happens is I'll start a conversation with a flirty opener, name a time and a place, a couple messages in, and ask for their number. That ain't enough, buddy. You gotta have a conversation with someone that makes them want to leave their couch, that makes them want to leave their Netflix. You just gave them one specification out of 82. Yeah. You mentioned 82 things you need from a person to be my partner. You said a witty opening line and gave a time and a place. I understand the plan is paramount. The plan is important. I'll tell you important. what, Speaks English wasn't on that list of 82. No, either. you don't even need that. It's a given. That's, <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs> this guy, he's, he's going, I got a plan, so why, why aren't I getting a date? Well, dude, you got to be someone they want to make a plan with. Yeah. So that means a little bit more banter on the app. I, people say they don't want a pen pal, but you can, this is a pendulum swing. You've gone too far to the left. Yep. They want a little bit of back and forth. They want to feel excited for the date. Right now, you're saying, I got a plan and I'm me. They yeah. don't know you yet. You got to have a little you? back and forth and they have to feel special about who asked them out. Sure. If you're just saying, hey, lo- you know, hey, office quote, come meet me at this bar at eight. That ain't enough, dude. They you also probably more. assume you're doing that to everybody. It's people. a copy and paste maneuver. Yeah. So this is the point. So it's like I listen, dude. Your head's in the right space. How do we feel about phone calls? In I'm this okay day with age? that. Yeah. If I if I could give anybody any dating advice, which also any dating advice would be to just don't take anybody's dating advice because really nobody really knows what <laughs> yeah. they're doing. But I was a big, and I'm still a big phone call person yeah. with someone I'm trying to really develop a friendship or a relationship with. Texting back and forth to get to know somebody, no bueno. Well, that's no the thing. good. What you're saying is like, give someone more to go with on who you are. Yeah, you got to hear their voice. You're a copy and paste at this point. You got to get somewhere between copy and paste. He's and email too blasting. Much. He's email blasting, and that's not how you're gonna get someone pumped. Like, if listen, got to do door to door sales, bro. No, no, no more email blasting. Well, that's the thing. If I got an email being like, I'd love to be your assistant, I yeah. would go. And, and it was like just a form email. I'd be like, delete. I don't want this. But if someone said to me, hey, I've been following your stuff for years. I have a connection with the things you're doing. Um, I found your website. I just want to let you know, here's my resume. Here's what's going on in my life. Oh, wow. Personal. Yeah. yeah. Train Podcast at gmail.com. Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored. The J Train is brought to you by Chime. No one likes waiting on a paycheck, especially when you've got bills due. Good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit. That's up to two days to save, pay bills, and generally just feel good about your money situation. But Chime is more than just getting uh, about getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. Here, I love what Chime's doing because they're taking the bank and they're putting it online and they're giving you an opportunity to organize your financial life. So what are you waiting for? Hopefully, uh, not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free uh, free account takes less than two minutes. Get started at Chime.com slash JTrain. That's Chime.com slash JTrain. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Chime, a new way to build credit. Nice. Here with Tank Sinatra. Influencers in the wild board game, influencers in the wild game.com. Go buy it, go get it. How to get him out of the friend box. Box. Jared. <laughs> Hi, Jared. When did it go from zone Fe- to box? <laughs> we're, we're in that box. Uh, Jared, feather, feather, longtime fan. I've harassed so many friends. Like, subscribe, and follow. Even my deaf friend is an avid listener. We love it. 
That's a good. That's a good listener. That's a, that's quite an endorsement. Can you imagine? What does he watch on YouTube or something? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. we got. I mean, we're putting them on YouTube. Subtitles. My question is this: How do I get a man out of the friend box I put him in? So easy. I'm in medical school where we do six week <laughs> rotations on different specialties. Uh, recently, I was partnered with a very cute guy. We got along great, had endless conversations, which would lean pretty flirty. I have never gotten along so well so fast with someone. In fact, a few times he had asked me out on some different day dates, yoga, walks, etc. However, I was in a relationship at the time, so I shot him down. He took it really well, and we continue to be friends. However... I've recently broken up with said boyfriend after the realization that I do want to take things further with this guy, but I didn't want to make uh, any moves while still in a relationship. We have been playing pickleball together as of late, but I really want to take him out of that friend box. I don't know if he would still feel the same after being rejected by me. What is the best way to feel about the situation? Do I just ask out, uh, just ask him on a date, or is there another more subtle way to feel it out? I'd love to hear your opinion. Sincerely, in a pickleball. What does she do for a living? She's on rotation. She's uh, in med school. Well, first of all, if uh, if you're on rotation in med school and you play pickleball with a girl who put you in the friend zone, she wants you. Mm. So if well, you hear this, the, well, yeah, just if no, you're a listener, you, you're, you you're doing good. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing. Um, we're, we have this woman in med school. She uh, put this guy in the friend zone, breaks up with her boyfriend for this guy, hypothetically. Yeah, I mean, this is a classic... This is Jim and Pam. Easiest solve of all time. Yeah, because the guy... He's he, waiting. He's waiting. He's not just hanging out with you. You know, people people don't take time out of their day for, for <laughs> just some random woman in a relationship How that they've I been friends with. How do I give someone a glass of water that's been in a desert for three days? <laughs> yeah. You so, just... I, but I think... But these... My advice, my, the thing to her that I'm going to say, are, these are all warnings. Because, I, you know, I hear a couple things in her email that are going to... Her expectations... Listen, you broke up with a guy for another guy, okay? You have to admit to that. You guys aren't friends. He's not in a friend box. He is waiting, Yeah, as Tank said. Yep. He, he, you know, so the idea that you guys are friends, stop this. You like him. You ended a relationship. You made a very specific move. You ended a relationship because you felt something with someone else. This probably isn't going to work out. I'm sorry. That nine out of ten relationships. What you saying? Don't work this new, out. new, new one. I'm saying they might date. True, very but the true. idea that they're going to live together forever, the percentages are very small. But and you, even if you get married, it's still fifty percent. Nine out of ten don't work out. Yeah, the tenth one ends in divorce fifty percent of the time. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> that, but, but that's the reality. So understand. I love that she she ended a relationship that wasn't working. She is pursuing someone that she feels a better connection with. I love that. Heartbreak is around every corner for everyone, but I think what she did is a very brave thing, a very beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. It's gonna, you're gonna be better off for it, but stop, don't be so direct and then waffle, Yeah, is my advice. Because go for this guy, make it happen. Send him a text, hey, I am, and, and you have to assure him, I'm totally over my last relationship. I actually wanna pursue you. I am looking to go on a. Let's get. I would love to get drinks. Boom. Yeah. Don't. I don't even think you need to say that. Just say, "Hey, what are you doing tonight? Would you like to go get drinks?" Yeah, I think a- you're right. And then, literally, just touch his arm while you're mm. talking, and uh, let uh, it hang for a second. You feel too that long. hair rise right up. I mean, that's really all a woman who has friend zoned a guy needs to do. Yeah. To send the signal, then he's gonna go. Oh well, hell, hold on a yeah. second. Put this in 
an environment and of make dating. it fun. Make, make it, it nice. Fun. Yes. Don't make it so clear cut. I know you're a doctor. You want things to be scientific. Mm. Have fun with this. I agree. Yeah. This is sexy. This is fun. Make it sexy. But you have to take it out of environment of pickleball and we play games and we're friends. No, 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 no. You are a assassin. You are going to kill this dude. You are going to take your tongue and shove it in his mouth and Sexually. get that French kiss. Yeah. yeah. Kill him sexually. Right? Yeah. Kill- like this, I mean, this, this is hot, but I, I think what people tend to do is, again, she has taken such a risk, like already broke up with a boyfriend. She had a good relationship, it seems like. Mm. Oh, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But she ended something. That's very hard to do. Sure. Don't stop now. Keep being, you know, uh, 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 keep being, what is it? What's the word for? Persistent. Persistent. I, I like, uh, I want her to be. Deliberate. Deliberate. That's the word. Keep being deliberate. Keep, you know, this ain't a friend. Or just tell the guy that you broke up with your boyfriend, and then when he's like, oh, what happened? Just be like, well, you know. I've been staring at your pickleballs. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Should we do, we got time for one more? Let's do this one. I mean, we have a serious one, but I, I think we should leave that off for another time. Uh, let's do this one. Uh, one. Okay. X in a dating profile pick. Yay or nay? J Train, Feather Feather, you're the new voice of a generation. I look forward to every episode. Go follow, follow, follow. I need advice. I have gotten conflicting answers to this question from friends. Is it okay to have a photo of you and your ex in your dating profile with your ex's face blurred out? Personally, I wouldn't care if a woman had a nice photo of herself and her ex. Am I supposed to pretend I've never dated anyone? However, some friends are firm no on this and say it's a red flag. Important context. I don't have a lot of recent photos of myself without my ex. And I'm in my 30s and don't want old photos on my profile. Should I ditch my photos or ignore the haters? So this is obviously a dude. Men don't take a lot of alone pictures. We don't go on vacation and say, get me in that sunset. I want to find love. Just not a thing. This guy's recently broken up. He's going on the dating apps, and he has pictures of him and his ex. Would you say this is a good idea or a bad idea? Bad idea. Bad idea. Horrible idea. It is the worst idea. Yeah. Dude, you're, you're out of your mind. Get a photographer for 150 bucks to follow you around with an iPhone. Bring Absolutely. five shirts. Get some pictures, dude. Take it to, invest in yourself. And go out with friends, and here, it's going to feel a little weird. Go out with your friends, have a couple of drinks, and be like, yo, let's get a picture. Just say that. You're going to have one friend be like, what? Come on. You get out of the picture. Yeah, you're out. Don't you take ruin it. it. Yeah. You take it then. But if you're in a, a dating profile, do you want group pictures or do you really? I think, here's what I would say to this guy. Three alone, couple with friends, you're out. Make sure they're recent. But the, the blurred face of the girlfriend never speaks to me well. If I see the blurred face, you never see that on the male side. You never see the blurred face of a boy, uh, of an ex boyfriend. Very, very rare. No, because uh, women are smart. Smart, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> here's the thing: we can't help ourselves. The comparison game happens whether we like to say it or not. Someone sees you in a picture with a woman, blurred face. They go, "Oh, I'm not his type." There's just too many ways for someone else to take their own insecurities and put it on your picture. You are looking to find someone new. You don't know what that is. You want the ability to have anyone and everyone come to your store, and when you have a little thing, you know, a picture of a of your old ex, it's turning people away. Oh yeah, you don't want to do that. Get it photoshopped. I mean, there's there's workarounds here. There's workarounds. Sure. You can cut them out. You can turn them into an animal. Cut it. Bigger <laughs> <laughs> giraffe. Yeah, but 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 more importantly, I think that's a great idea. Hundred and fifty bucks. Go out around the town. Take a few pictures. Switch up your shirts. 
you know, someone's going to take a picture of you from a mile away and put it on, you know, influencers in the wild, and that's yeah, okay. Yeah, wind we're, up on it. We're going to make fun of you. That's okay. You get double the fun. That's right. So, but I think in this, let's not half-ass this, because what he's asking is like, I don't have a lot of pictures, so I got all these old girlfriends' pictures. Like, no. You know what, dude? I have not like my wife has a lot of not a lot, but more single friends than I do. Yeah. Um, women who are you know our age. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yo, it's rough out here. The yep. men are just like, these dudes sound lazy to me. Well, they sound very lazy. The, the apps are not made for go getters. For- <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not made to the strengths of a straight man. Yeah. Like, men are lazy just generally. Yeah. You know, especially like the idea and also like sometimes and i don't mean to call this guy lazy i'm just saying like no but i I, i'm him i understand him i get him yeah just bro i mean maybe also maybe it hasn't occurred to him or he doesn't know how easy it is to get someone to to take pictures of you or just have a friend go hey man listen you know i'm just broke up with what's your name i need some pictures it's just so not in our nature you know like when we get together you know you get together with a group of friends from college you're talking no one's like so how's the dating scene? My friend Dave took pictures of me when yeah. I came back from California. That's, I mean, that's the move. Yeah. Friend, here's my phone. Let's get a little weird. Take a couple pictures. Let's go by the water. And it's just such an awkward, it, it'll feel not awkward five seconds after you ask them. It's just that initial, dude. Yeah. Let's go to the river. I have a weird request. I have a weird request. He's going to think it's something so much weirder than what you're actually asking. He'll be relieved. He'll go, oh, He's just like, some pictures? Yeah. Yeah, no problem. Hey, I thought you were, I don't even want to say what I thought tank, you were Tank, I got a weird me. request. He'll be like, what oh my it? God, you're 37 and single. We all thought you were gay. Uh, yeah. I thought you were coming out to me. Yeah. Oh, okay, good to know. I, yeah, yeah. You know, like, you know. I'll take uh, as many pictures okay, as you want. Okay, this is different, but either would have been okay with me. You know, like. Either one. Yeah, just get some <laughs> pictures of yourself. Take it. It's like the, I think that people think that relationships or dating is supposed to be easy. Mm. Um, and anybody no. who says that relationships don't take work and I've, has never been in an adult relationship. I'm I convinced. Totally agree. And some that's why you know we have so many people that are like, wait a minute, they just said they don't want a relationship even though they've done everything in a relationship. Yeah, they didn't want to do the work. Yeah, it's, and it's not that's when they grueling work. It's no, not but digging it's ditches. It's, it can be grueling emotional work, but guess what? So is being alive. You want to survive and have a good life, you better read, you better watch TED Talks. Mm, yeah. You better, you know. One month from today. Get your, get your <laughs> act together, especially if you want to attract somebody who is of your delusional caliber. Sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> the way you see yourself in the mirror. <laughs> J Train Podcast at com. Tank, thank you so much for coming on. Great. Thanks to have for having you. me. It's a pleasure to be here. Everyone go follow Tank Sinatra, Influencers in the Wild, Meme Daddy's Podcast. Also, most importantly, if you want to have a great Saturday night, Influencers in the Wild board game, Influencers in the Wild game.com. That's a mouthful to say. It's in hard. Target, June 26th. Love it. We want to sell out day one. So we want, want them to regret not buying more That's games. That's right. So yeah, yeah. people, this is, I mean, and what we a will be Saturday And we night. will be reposting pictures of people who take pictures of themselves outside of the Target with the game, posing oh. and, you know. Tank knows what to do. So take a picture of yourself, tag them. Oh yeah, that could be your dating picture. Yeah, that could be your dating picture. There we go. I, say, hey, listen, we got to go take a picture of me buying this Influencers in the Wild game <laughs> outside of the Target yeah. because by the shelf, I don't know if you bought it or not. So uh, that's my little trick. Go outside. Get a sunset behind you, Beautiful. hold up the game, 
Photoshop it out. Conversation piece. No, you can even. What's that game in your what's hand? What's that what game? Influencers in the Wild. Best board game I've ever played in my life. Tank Sinatra. JTrainPodcast at We're here every Monday. Keep sending your emails. We'll be back next episode. Boom.